with us this morning. Worship with us and welcome him into this service. Amen. Bless the Lord, oh mighty ones. Bless the Lord, you heavenly hosts. Bless the Lord, all you his angels. And let all the earth sing forth his praises. Darkness. 
Did anybody come into this house this morning with praise on their lips and their heart for the King of Kings? Can we clap our hands and give God praise this morning? That becomes a weapon. That becomes something that we can even come against the enemy with. When we start lifting up the name of Jesus, he becomes bigger in our eyes than our problem. We already know he is, but he becomes bigger in our heart and our faith. And that all of a sudden brings God's presence in because we know that faith always draws the presence of the Lord. So we lift him up, we give him praise this morning, and we give him glory. One more time, can we just give God praise? This morning we got the staff got together and, and the, the incredible choir that we have and musicians, they had worked so hard last week and, and we just thought maybe this morning it'd give an opportunity to give them just a day off. And so our young people today are going to lead us into the presence of the Lord. Can we appreciate them? Thank them. Also, Throughout the day today, tonight also, and this morning, they're going to be doing some teen talent entries that they, they're doing this Saturday as teen talent for the state of Ohio, and they're going to be doing that all throughout the service this morning and even tonight with tonight's service. So I love young people, and so I love this. I'm all about this because they've worked so hard, and our leaders have worked so hard. They've practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced to get things right, and so we just appreciate them, and we're so glad that they're able to minister to us this morning. I want to tell you something today. We want to welcome you here this morning to this incredible, incredible day here at Stratford Heights Church of God. If you are a visitor here today, we say this and we believe this with all of our heart. We believe that you're home. We believe that you have stepped into a church that you can get your family involved in, that you can get rooted, that you can get involved in, that you can grow in Christ in this day, in this hour, and we are so glad that you're here. If you are visiting here today, right down the hall here, there's a welcome desk, and we have a gift that we want to give each one of our visitors so that you don't forget us, that you remember us through the week. We'll be praying for you, and we want to connect with you on every level. With that being said, would you get out in the aisles and shake hands and welcome one another into God's house this morning? We will stand and rejoice as one people. Lift in one voice, you're worthy of glory, worthy of honor, worthy of praise. We will shout and proclaim the greatness of your holy name. You're worthy of glory, worthy of honor, worthy of praise. You are holy. You are holy. The whole earth sings your praise. The whole earth sings your praise. You are holy. You are holy. The whole earth sings your praise. The whole earth sings your praise. 
you here on this Sunday morning. Why don't you just do something with me? Why don't you just lift your hands and honor the presence and power of God in this place. Lord, we honor you. We bless your name. We praise you, Lord, and we've come together in your house. This is your sanctuary, God, and we are committed and dedicated to whatever you want done in this service. Touch every heart in life. Lord, we worship you. We don't want rocks to cry out for us. We want to worship and give you the praise you're worthy of today. We honor you, Lord Jesus. And we've come together in your house for one purpose, and that's to meet with you. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen. Why don't we give the Lord a hand clap of praise? Amen. You can be seated. This morning, we're very excited. It's a little bit different, and uh, I think you'll like that. I think the young people are doing a really good job, aren't they? They do a great job. So proud of them. I'm proud of, of Cameron our, and our youth pastor and Whitney uh, leading our youth ministry program here at this church, and they're doing a fantastic job. Uh, drama is going to be coming in a few minutes. Christina Martin is over them, and she's been working hard with them, getting them ready. Angie Tackett is going to be working. She's been working her and uh, Tiffany. Tiffany works with them too, Tiffany Minor. The two of them work together with the youth choir and with the ensemble and different teams. And they are getting ready for this coming Saturday. Now, I don't know what you got planned. Unless it's a meeting with the President of the United States, I want you to cancel all appointments. And I want you to drive all the way up to Columbus. And I want you to, if, I'm kidding. If you are able to, how, what a blessing it would be um, for you if you drove up to the Potter's House Church up there in Columbus, the Potter's House Church of God, where Tim Oldfield's pastoring. That is the place where all of Ohio is coming together next Saturday for Teen Talent. Now, this church is 102 years old this year, and we have been in Teen Talent. Amen, amen, that's good. We have been involved in Teen Talent, my goodness, I would say since 19, whenever it started, which was probably in the, where? 1961. Well, I wasn't even born then. <laughs> That's awesome. You were. <laughs> Gary was born then. I was just a glimmer in my mom and daddy's eye. <laughs> anyway, 1961, we have always been involved in Teen Talent. What Teen Talent is, it's, it's, a, it's a, a competition for talent, but it's not like that. They don't focus on the the actual competition. As a matter of fact, what I love about Teen Talent is, you know, whatever, whoever wins, all of our kids traditionally, so I know that Cameron has challenged them to do the same as we've always done. Our kids always go run and hug all the winners, and we just have a great time getting to know one another in our state. But what it really does is this. It takes the gift that God has put inside them, the gift that he's given to them, whether it's singing or it's drama or it's Bible teaching, or writing, or artwork, whether it's painting and drawing, or photography. All the kids, there are so many categories, and we have so many uh, entries. You'll see some of the artwork that's out in the lobby today. Please go by and take a look at that. The kids have done that. The young people have done that for this competition in Columbus. It's about taking what God has given to you as a gift and making it excellent. And so there they're judged and they're critiqued and they get all these evaluations and that's what they really want because it all leads once they go to the state competition this coming Saturday the winners there will go on to represent our church and the state of Ohio in the national international competition in August in Tennessee so we're excited our young people are excited they've been practicing and rehearsing for months and this is it so we decided this morning to kind of showcase a few of those uh, entries. We couldn't do them all or you'd be here till three o'clock this afternoon. But we have taken a few of those group things out. Want you to experience them and be proud of our young people and support them. Make sure you look at their faces and pat them on the back as you're leaving today and let them know you love them, you're proud of them. 
and uh, tonight we'll be doing some more of that. Cameron Jones will be speaking this evening. Our youth pastor will be kind of gearing us and getting us ready for the Teen Talent Weekend coming up. So we want, we want to honor them, and we're, we're excited about them today. We want to experience a couple things. You're going to see two skits. You're going to hear some competition pieces. We have an ensemble that is going. They'll, they'll come out and sing a song. Uh, they've been practicing all that. This is a, a, a song that, that they're going to compete in. This is a skit that these folks in the drama team are going to compete in. And all, everything you see today has been, is, will, will be part of competition. So we're excited. I want you to put your judges' glasses on and declare them all a winner right off the bat. All right? God bless you, and thank you for being here today. Sure was scary. Right? 
But was it so scary that you forgot to take me out of the basement wall? Please come get me. I'm kind of terribly horrified. Your scared friend, glow in the dark crayon. wondering why your sock is stuck to my head. A question I ask myself every day. Well, it's because last week you left me in your pocket, and I ended up in the dryer. Your sock landed on my head, and now it's stuck to me. Can you please come get me? Oh, and why do all of your clothes stink, even after they're washed? Yes! Sincerely, your sticky, socky, sucky, buddy, turquoise pants. Oh, and Sock says hi. Eek, eek, eek! It's Duncan's brother! Ah! It's clear. Hi, it's Big Chunky Power Crayon. Hi, Big Chunky Power Crayon. I know I'm not yours. I belong to your baby brother. But I can't tag him anymore. In the last week alone, he stuck me in the cat's nose.
shoulders, my soul now to stand. So what could I say? And what could I
What could I say? What could I do but offer my life to thee? When this world has gone mad and the young people don't know who they are or where they're going, they don't have parents who care about them. Here's a group of young people out on Sunday morning at Stratford Hall singing the praises of God and letting us know that they know who they serve. They know where they're going and they're on their way to heaven to meet God and they have faith and joy while they're doing it. Let's thank them one more time. Say thank you to all the leaders and the young people. Thank you so much. We'll be praying for you that God will bless you. Let's stand all over the building and we're going to go to prayer and pray for the nation of Israel. But we're going to continue to pray for our young people. It wouldn't hurt if some of us fasted this week for them. You know, they believe in fasting and praying, and they're going to represent us next week. And they're giving their all, and we're so proud of them. We just are, I'm just overwhelmed this morning to see all these young people out doing what they're doing for the Lord. And I'm so thankful that they're not, they're not mixed up and they're not confused. Thank God. We, I've seen so much heartache this week. I've seen so many young people who are so mixed up, but thank God they have clarity of spirit and they know who they are. Let's go to the Lord and ask God to keep his hand on our young people and to pray for the nation of Israel. The Bible says for us to remember to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And they need our, they need our prayers too. So if you have a special need, maybe you'd like to slip your hand up and you have a special need right now. All the special requests. And let's pray together. If you're close, stand over to somebody and join hands with someone. And let's agree in prayer for all these needs. Our Heavenly Father, we are so thankful today that you have given us salvation, that we know in our hearts we've found the true and the living God. We thank you for that today, and we thank you for our young people. We pray your continued blessings upon them, Lord. Guide and direct them and protect them and let them do their best for you. Lord, every hand that was raised for a special need, we pray for those needs. Lord, you're good everywhere, and you know how to help us better than we know how to help ourselves. And we thank you, God, for the nation of Israel that you love so much. Our hearts go out to those nations in, in war and turmoil today. But, oh, God, we pray for your protection around Israel. Watch over them, we pray, and let their uh, uh, spirit be drawn to you. And, Lord, let a revival break out in that land. Pour out your spirit and touch those Christians that are there that know you, Lord. And let a revival break out, and let it break out in America. God, we need a revival, and we pray today for every request that was given. Supply the needs now, in Jesus' precious name, amen. Shake hands with someone before you're seated. God bless you.
The day began with such a promise. And, and here you are. That's what I like about you. Maybe you can fool these people. But I know what you are. Beast. Your heart is as black as mine. You're not thinking big enough. You play, you play, you stole. I know the bed and the room and the wall and the house. You got what you wanted and ruined it. 
to murder the morally perfect divine Son of God is an evil greater than which there is none. And perhaps the most despicable part of it was the betrayal of Jesus by one of his closest friends, Judas Iscariot. Satan has power where sinful passions hold sway. Judas was a lover of money, not Jesus. And he covered it with a phony external relationship with Jesus, and then he sold him. And everybody watching Judas thought he was saved. How many of Judas' tribe are there still here today? I just beg of you, don't be one. pretty intense. You know, a lot of times we, we look at what happens in Scripture and the Bible. And we realize that it's all about choice. I preached a message a few weeks ago about and the Scripture tells us that God has placed before us life and death. And the resounding cry from God is choose life. We all have that choice today. I appreciate the young people. And, you know, they're reaching a different generation. How many of you know that? You know, when I did pantomimes and drama, it was to Carmen, the champion. These days, they're reaching a whole different crowd. They're ministering to people that, that you and I could never, never reach. And I'm thankful for the message, the reality of where our choices get us. Our ushers are coming to serve you today, and as they do, I want us to, to give in our offerings today. Our loose offering all goes to World Missions, and then, of course, many of you have come, and you're prepared to, to pay your tithe and to continue the work that you do to help support and love this church. My prayer is that God will touch all of us in our efforts to dispel the works of darkness in everything we do. I want to see God in his, all of his glory. I want to see him move mountains. The Bible says if we have faith the size of a mustard seed, we'll say into a mountain, be cast into the sea. How many of you know there's way more for us than there are that is against us? The power of the Lord is able to set men and women free. But somehow we've got to get the message to them. I have found that people are, are so, they're so heavy laden with the chains of addiction and alcohol lust and greed and all kinds of things. The enemy has pulled everything out of his bag because I believe that he's, he knows. He can sense the rustling in heaven that there is something getting ready to happen. I believe that Jesus is getting ready to come back for his people. And then we, the church, the victorious church is going up. But we've got a few minutes. We, we may not have days, seconds on the clock. 
the difference that we have to make in the hearts and lives of people. We've got to get the message out to them. Can I get an amen out of this crowd? I want to say that our online audience, I, I neglect sometimes. We have a lot of folks, people who receive Christ, people who pray that sinner's prayer, and people that write in or, or write emails in, and they want, they want special prayer. So we, we want God to, to touch all of you out there. And I want to look right into your face today. I want to tell you that we're praying for you. People care about you. And the things that you're seeing here, we, we appreciate you tuning in. And we want you to know that we're, we're preaching not only to the people who are here today, but we're preaching to you as well. And we're praying for you and asking God to touch you right where you are today. Amen? Amen. So, Father, we ask your blessings on the offering today. I pray that you will minister, Lord, to every heart and every life. Lord, the message of the gospel is going out through this offering. We're going to be touching missionaries and people all around the world. I pray that you will minister, Lord, that you'll do more than God just use us to give an offering, but help us, Lord, to meet a need wherever there is need. I pray for the lost. I pray for those that need to know that you are the rescuer, that you're the redeemer, the refuge. Touch their hearts today as we ask all of these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Amen.
Take me to the king.
singing that song, I thought, I saw Daniel being thrown in that old lion's den, written for us so that we would always know whenever we find ourselves in the midst of the lion's den, we know, I bet you, Daniel could sing that song, I have no doubt he's going to bring me out. When the Hebrew children went in that fiery furnace, they were dancing and singing, and they were declaring, he's going to bring me out. How many of you know the Calvary is for your victory? For your victory. Hallelujah. Thank you, young people. Come on, give the young people a good, good I love you. I have no doubt. Woo. Glory to God. If you know that you know that you know that, you can face anything. It doesn't matter what the doctor says. It don't matter what the employer says. It don't matter what's going on around you. 
Let the circumstances come. Look at them like old Clint Eastwood and say, go ahead, make my day. Because I have no doubt. Somebody needs to say that out loud. Why don't you say it out loud right now? I have no doubt. He's going to bring me out. Now put that other hand up in the air and call that out as truth to the Lord. Hallelujah. I have no doubt he's going to bring me out. Well, pray. y'all could just preach that. You could just preach that. I got a shout in me. I want to run or something. I got something in me. That kind of singing, you see, it brings the glory of God. You know, the glory of God is what makes the difference. I mean, inside the glory is the anointing. It's the presence of God. It's the Holy Ghost. It's the Son. It's the Father. You know, the, when the glory is risen, you know, people say, well, glory to God. I'm telling you, that's the key. The glory of God. I have been all over that this week. I've, I wrestled with this. I've, I don't know that I've ever wrestled over a message like I've wrestled over this one. I have just went over and over and over. I've tore up and started over, and it's all been the same message. And I just hope it's going to come out like God put it in here. Because I have been praying since early this morning. God, show us your glory. <laughs> Hallelujah. Show us your glory, Lord. How many of you are tired of, of just cute little activities when you go to the house of God? I'm tired of playing games in church. I'm tired of us sitting around patty caking with one another over souls that are lost and dying and going to hell. I'm tired of playing a social game with my religion, with God. Now, don't get me wrong. I like to go to pizza party. I'm not talking about that. What I am talking about this morning is how many of you know when we come in here, the number one agenda, the number one thing on the agenda is that we do the business of God. We do the business of God. Everything else comes after. I don't want, no, I don't, you know what I don't want? Here's what I don't want as pastor. I've been reading the accounts in the scripture. Samuel, and I've been reading the accounts in the scripture all throughout the word of God, Ezekiel. Where the glory of God had departed. I'm telling you something this morning. Over my dead body. Over my dead body. I'm going to do everything in my power. Brother Orville, everything I can. If I stand by myself, which I know I won't. But if I stand by myself, I'm going to stand in the cleft of the rock waiting for the glory of God. Rock of ages, cleft for me. Let me hide myself in thee. I don't need the things of this world. I don't need more amusement. I don't need to be entertained. If you need to be entertained when you come to God's house, you are not here for the right reason. You got something wrong with your antenna, and you need to get a checkup. I don't need to be entertained. What I want 
I'm so proud of these young people because they, they, you notice they left performing about, about three seconds into that song. They left performing and then they started worshiping and they started encountering God's glory in the middle of those songs. That's what, it, that's what matters to me. That's the most important thing you've got going. Man, I'm telling you that the games, the politics, intellectualism, all that stuff is going to get you a big fat zero when you're sitting in the ER and you got family in crisis. When you don't have a job, the last thing you want is somebody to come along and give you a lazy, a lazy prayer. Somebody quoted Sometimes Christians are guilty of lazy prayers. Not me. And let's put it this way, not anymore. Because I've become very conscious of one. I've prayed over someone at the hospital on, on Friday morning. Laid my hands on him. And, but the boy, I, I, I didn't want to just pray. Well, Jesus, just I pray you just touch him. I pray, Lord, that you just give him peace. You know, those are good things to want. But I laid my hands, Elizabeth, on his head, anointed him with oil, like James chapter 5 says. And I said, in the name of Jesus, Lord, just like Elijah called down fire on Mount Carmel, I called down fire in Atrium Hospital this morning. We ain't got time to play the game, do we? We don't have time, sisters, do we? We got, we got sisters back there, then they'll pray you out of anything. I know they like that song, because they, they, they probably wanted to jump up here. We haven't got time. Can you almost hear a trumpet? Huh? Can you almost hear a trumpet? We don't have time. I don't have time to pat a cake with you. I don't have time to play checkers with you. I don't have time to mess with the things of this world as a priority over the presence of God. We need a personal revival. About, about half of, no, about third of you said amen. I said we need a personal revival. We need to remember where we came from. I don't know where you were when you got saved. On the night I got saved, it was a major decision. I wasn't just, I wasn't just responding to a cute little message. The power of God had been knocking on my heart's door all week long. By the time I got there, I was a nervous wreck. About tore the seat in front of me. Oh God, give us conviction from the Holy Ghost again in the house of the Lord. Every Christian in this house right now, I want you to lift your hands and ask God, for conviction, the Holy Ghost conviction in this place. In the name of Jesus. Oh, glory, glory, glory. We want your glory, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We seek your face, Lord. We seek your face, Jesus. We desire the glory of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do your work, Holy Ghost. Do your work. In the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Mm. Tune your ears. Tune your eyes to the things of God. Do not become lax, lackadaisical in your service and in your love. Do not leave your first love. But I, the Lord, command my people, be alert. Be sober, watching, praying. Believing, trusting that I am in control. I need a people. I need your faith. I desire to do great things among you. Only believe. Know that I am here in great power to do a mighty work. I do no small task. There is more power. There is more glory that you have not yet touched upon. My people seek my face. Turn from compromise and complacency and run to me, says the Lord, for I will show you my glory. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and honor God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I thank you, Lord, for confirmation. If you have your Bibles, Exodus 33, verse 9. They'll have it up on the screen. Thank you, Lord. And it came to pass when Moses entered the tabernacle that the pillar of cloud, you remember this, the children of God, they had left the, the, the bondage of Egypt they were wandering and they had been going round and round and yet here they are. God had been by a cloud by day and a fire by night. They had been leading them and finally and Moses had taken a trip up the mountain and he was there communing with God, receiving the law of God that would bring the, the direction and the guidance for the people. Which by the way, you and I have today. God, don't leave us in the dark. I said, God, don't leave us in the dark. You wandering around in confusion. You wandering around not knowing what to do, what your next step is. Do I go left? Do I go right? Do I just stand still? Hey, it's in the Word. You've got your instruction. But while they were up there, the children of Israel began to play around and begin, get impatient and, and compromise. Oh, Lord, give us a church on fire this morning. Give us a church on fire. Don't, hey, if you think that we're going to turn into a church where it's more of a social gathering than it is a Pentecostal holiness meeting, then you're going to the wrong church. 
You're going to the wrong church. They got complacent and they got impatient and they didn't know what to do with themselves. So they decided they're going to do it all their own way. They're going to make up their own religion. going to make up their own rules. They don't need God. They don't need what Moses is up there doing. Moses just wasting his time up there playing around anyhow. So they got, they got crazy, formed a committee. That's the church's answer to everything, isn't it? They went to Aaron and they, we can't, we're not going to handle, we're not going to have this. We're going to do it our way. We want to party. We want to dance. We want a God we can worship. We don't know what happened to Moses. So they're doing it however they want. They're going to make up their own church. They're going to make up their own rules. I'm going to get to heaven my way. So Aaron didn't know what to do, so he gathered all the gold he could and you know what happened. He put him a nice little golden cap out there. A God they could manage. A God they could move. A God that they could polish. A God that looked real pretty. A God that wouldn't overlord them. A God that they would take care of. Help us, Lord. That's happened today. There are golden calves everywhere. Everywhere. Moses came down off that mountain. He heard the singing, remember? Well, that isn't the battle cry I hear. That, that's not people warring in prayer. That's, that's not people who, who are waiting on me to come back down from my communion with God. That, that's not a people waiting for instructions. That's not people headed towards Canaan land. They're dancing and having a party. What's going on with those folks? What's going on with them? You know the rest of the story. Busted the tablets. And him and God went into a dissertation. God was going to destroy them, start over with a new nation. And Moses said, No. How many of you know he was God's man? And God knew what he was going to do. He started interceding on behalf of the people. He said, remember what you told Abraham, the promise you made to Abraham and his descendants. Remember. And he said, what are the pagans going to think? What are all those? You, you, you destroy Israel, and they're all going to think that you took them out in the wilderness just to kill them. He's interceding. God, change your mind. God, change, change this. Don't do this. And, Bible says God relented. Then he said, all right, all right. Go on, get back on track and take him to the promised land. I'm going to send an angel with you. Moses said something we've got to say today. Brother Gary, Moses looked up and he said, no, 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 wait. Just a representative or just your angel, that, that, that's not going to work. You've given me the plan. You, you, you've given all this to me. I know what my purpose is. I know what my calling is. I know what I'm supposed to do. I, I got all the instructions I need. We're supposed to go to Canaan land. You're telling us to go now, but there's only one problem. He said, Lord, you don't go with us. Then don't send us up from here. 
you don't come with us, Lord, I'm not going. Boy, we need to hear that today. We need that to be our cry. We need to not be, we're, we're, we're in, a, in a generation now, Marty, that, that, that wants to do church their own way. They don't respect authority. They don't, they don't respect God's word. They, they don't care about the thing. They, they make up their rules. They've got a golden calf in front of them. They're worshiping. My Lord, help us. Lord, if you don't go with us, don't send us from here. The Lord said, all right, I'll go with you. I'll go with you. Then Moses said, if I have found favor, grace in your sight, you said you know my name. Show me your glory. You know what? I think he felt like, you know, if if the people they could see your glory, maybe half this rebellion would get out of it. I don't know what his thinking was. I just know that he was determined that he didn't want to move outside of God. And I'm there. Are you there this morning? I don't want to move outside of God. God said, all right, wait, see, there's only one problem. And I, I'm going to kind of read the text to you, so that's why you're still standing. Sorry about that. If you're seated, you're fine. God said, there's, there's a small little problem here. No man can look on me and live. He said, so I'm going to set you on the rock. Oh, come on now. I'm preaching a whole lot better and you're saying amen. I'm going to set you on this rock here. And then I'm going to hide you in the cleft of this rock. I don't even know he's a protective God. He takes care of us. But yet he wanted us to get as close as he could. Get us as close to him as we could get. All right, I'm going to set you on this rock. I'm going to hide you in the cleft right here, in this little place right here. Because when I pass by, you can't look in my face and live. Because you see, I am so powerful and so mighty. You know, we, we look at the sun out there, and we got to wear sunglasses. You can't look at that. The Bible says that he is the light. He, he, he is in the light. Can you imagine? He hides inside that bright light. That means that's a, that's a covering for him. He's much brighter than that. He's much more powerful than that. He hides in the light. And he says, but what I'm going to do, Moses, is I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you, I'm going to cover your face in here, and I'm going to walk past you, and then I'm going to let you see me walking away. Moses, that was all right. It changed his life forever. It'll change your life forever. Father, I pray over this word right now. I pray in the name of Jesus. You touch us in the few minutes. I have only a few moments. Help me this morning, God, to get this across. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, if you, you want to read it for yourself, it's Exodus 33, verses 9 through 18. was my text. I just pretty much told it to you in narration form. 
so you can read it yourself. Let's move on. I have only minus two minutes. <laughs> All right. Greatest request a man has ever made of God. A cry from Moses' heart to see God's glory. What he was really saying is, I want to see all the attributes of God. I want to know him in the power, all the power there is of him. I want to know him in his omnipotence. I want to know he's real. I mean, there is so many people wandering around this world. Cindy, they're wondering, is God real? I mean, they're searching for peace. They're looking, you know, do you think people who are hooked on drugs and people that are hooked on alcohol, do you really think they just... They just party hardy all the time. That's all they want. I'm telling you, by the time they get up about 30 or 40 years old, they're looking for some kind of relief. They're looking for somebody to help them get out of it because what they were searching for, they never got. You see, they're looking for peace and joy and love in the Holy Ghost. They're looking for the answer that only comes from Christ. You think they do that on purpose just to, just to party around? They're looking for that answer. They're searching and looking for it. If there'd be more folks, stand up and say, God, show us your glory. Show us your power. My Lord, show us, Lord, your omnipotence. And if we got to the place where we'd beg God for that, call a solemn assembly in this house right now, Carla, and ask the Lord to show us his glory. Hide us in the cleft of the rock and show us the power I'm telling you there wouldn't be a sick body in this house there wouldn't be anybody turn a deaf ear to the Holy Ghost everybody in this place would be turned upside down if they would just get a hold of what we're talking about today Moses said show me your glory he showed him his glory and from there Moses was as bold as a lion moving towards Canaan land he had to have that affirmation that confirmation even if it meant giving it to Joshua. Even if it meant giving it to Joshua. My heart, my cry early, early this morning. I came in here, I prayed the whole time we've been singing. Did this in the first service. Lord, I don't want to get up here and give a cute sermon. I'm so tired of that. I mean, I hope I don't do that, but in case I do... Lord, I don't want to just have a little church service and everybody be cute and everybody click, shake hands and smile on their way out, walking out still as hungry as they came in, still as desperate as they got up this morning. I don't want people coming in here with darkness in their lives and in their heart and desperation on their lips. I don't want people coming in here and being discouraged. This is the temple of the Holy Ghost. This is God's house. This is the place where you and I are to be set free, not by a preacher. It doesn't matter if I lay hands on you. It don't matter if a lady over here lays hands on you. It don't matter about that. What we're trying to do is be a conduit to the glory of Almighty God. Oh. If we can get in and tap in on that. I remember Brother Watkins saying, we don't ask God to bless what we're doing. We find out what God are you doing, and we get in on that. When we get in there, it's a current that is flowing all the way across this world. It'll make a huge difference in the lives of people if we'll just say, Lord, as a church, we are united together in one purpose and one mission, and that is to see and to show the glory of Almighty God. 
we would have that desire in our hearts, that compassion and fire in us. I'm telling you, it'll turn our loved ones. I'm looking for the hard cases. I'm looking for the ones that nobody can reach. I'm looking for the ones that are hard in their heart. I'm looking for the ones that are rebellious, the ones that are so locked up in lust and greed and sin in this world, so locked up in it that they hate and they don't want to hear anything from anybody. How many of you know the power of Almighty God is able to break every yoke and bondage in every heart and life? I ain't afraid of nobody. Ain't nobody too dark. Ain't nobody too evil. Ain't nobody too wicked. I don't care how bad they are. I don't care how nasty they are. I don't care how mean they are. The blood of Jesus is able to cleanse and to wash them of every stain. Break their hearts, God. Touch them this morning if we'll seek the power and the glory of God in this house this morning. The goodness of God, the power of Almighty God, it'll transform and change every heart and life. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here this morning. I feel the presence of God. This should be our heart cry this morning. We need a personal revival. Aren't you tired of being weak? Aren't you tired of being wishy-washy? Aren't you tired of being two people tossed back and forth? You're one way when you come into church, and you're another way when you leave out of here and you go home. You're a different person on the job than you are in the living room or in the... Aren't you tired of all that? Wouldn't it be good to just say, here I am, Lord. Every part of me, I surrender to your glory and to your honor. No more secrets. No more lying. No more disguises. No more masquerade, but giving it all to God, being clean from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Isn't that what we want this morning? Woo, minus eight minutes. I'm going to tag team you, Brother Darrell, right here in about a minute, so you'll be ready. <laughs> if you don't go with us, we aren't going. God said, go up to a land flowing with milk and honey, for I will not go up in your midst lest I consume you on the way, for you are a stiff-necked people. Can I tell you, God is getting sick and tired of all the game playing too. God's getting sick and tired of people who are wishy-washy up and down and not making up their mind about who they are in God. Let me tell you, he's powerful enough, he's awesome enough, he's magnificent enough, he's classy enough, he is, more, he is a mighty, mighty awesome God, and he's worthy of your worship. He's worthy of your dedication. He's worthy of your commitment to him. He's worthy. Playing games, playing games. Living your own, you know, you're going to die lost, and you did it right underneath the, the portal of the church. Going to die lost. Going to die having only gum come just as far as you could to be miserable. Thank you very much. I probably should, I'll be sweating like crazy. I'll, no photos. <laughs> Help us, Jesus. You see, the church... It used to be that the church wouldn't move until the cloud moved. You see, when they were heading towards the promised land, they wouldn't move, man. 
Moses, can you imagine when, when we read the scripture, we find out that, that Moses, it says that he was standing in the, the uh, tabernacle door and there the cloud came down, sat and it says that like a friend face to face, God talked with him. You know, I got jealous over that. I get jealous over Enoch. I get jealous over Elijah. How come they get all the fun? I want to get in there so close. I want to challenge people, Brother Carpenter. I want to challenge them to get in there and seek God's face until there is a fireball and a chariot coming down through here every other minute like a train station. I'm looking for somebody who is excited about serving God and wants to give their whole life to the commitment and ministry of serving Him and worshiping Him and, and being used in ministry for Him. I'm looking for people who don't want to have their eyes on everything around them. They don't focus on all this stuff. How many of you know this is not my home? I'm on my way to another place. I belong in heaven. I'm just passing through here. I'm just getting myself through here. I'm one to pass every test until I finally walk on gold. I don't care about having new cars and new houses and all kinds of new... I mean, I like them, but... But I don't care about all that. The passion of my soul this morning is to get there just inside the eastern gate. I got a mama waiting for me over there. I got a grandma waiting for me over there. I can't wait until I can fellowship with some of them. Gene, I can't wait to see Mom Duncan. I can't wait to see old Aunt Melly as they're out on their front porch. I can't wait. And you know what? If you'll get your eyes off of the junk of this world, you'll start to see clear that there is a homecoming. There is a reunion. There is an hour when we are going to stand before the presence of God and those we love. Get your eyes off of this world. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Pray for me. T minus 10. I'm in trouble. Tell Frishes I'm sorry. I want to see his glory. I'm going I'm to pick the, I got 22 pages here. I'm going I'm to pick it up at another time. I want you to stand with me. The manifestation of his glory produces change. I want us to, as a pastoral staff, guys, Cameron, Richard, I want us, Melissa, I want us to make a decision that it's all about the glory of God. Oh, hallelujah. It's about the presence of God. It's about Him being pleased with our programming. It's about Him being freed to, to annoy. You can tell when the glory has departed. You know, I'm going to tell you something. Listen to me. This, I, I shouldn't say this, but I will. Uh, many of you know I'm a regional elder. I, I cover 24 churches in Ohio. I'm kind of like their district overseer, if you remember the old, the old system in the church of God. But they moved it to a regional elder because I got 24 churches in one of my responsibilities was to get in touch with every church and to ask them about the good news on Easter Sunday. And I was as uh, gracious and kind. I said, pastors, it's so wonderful. I'm sure God blessed and did wonderful. We're, we're wanting to put together a, a praise report on what God was able to accomplish and do in Easter in Ohio. And, and I'm asking all of you, please 
get back with me on, on what happened in your church. I can't wait to hear what happened in your church over the Easter weekend. And out of the 24, 12 got back to me. 12 didn't contact me at all. And of the 12 that did contact me, seven of them said, unfortunately, we didn't have anyone come to the Lord. And I'm not saying that as an indictment against them. I didn't go, well, I cried. I hurt for Jesus, Sheila. I hurt for him. The gospel message is able to save to the uttermost. It's how you can get up here and just quote that song, Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. And under the glory and the anointing of the Holy Ghost, you'll have 10 people run forward to get saved. I hurt for them. They didn't want to tell me. But they were at least they were good enough to get back to me. Seven of them didn't have anybody. One said, but we did have a real good singing. And I was like, God, help me. Help me, number one, to be thankful and to keep praying and keep seeking your face. It showed me so clear. Lord, I don't want to go to next Sunday if you don't go with us. I don't want to be up here speaking unless you're standing right here with me. I don't want to be talking if it's not anointed by the Holy Ghost. I don't want anything to happen in this house that doesn't go straight to the heart. Many, many, many mausoleums this morning are open for business and they're all appealing to the mind and the eyes and the ears. But oh, very few are going right for the heart. I want to be a place where you come in here one way and you leave another because your heart has been touched. Your heart has been transformed. He promises to give you a brand new heart. Corazon, nuevo corazon, a new heart. I want a new heart. I want a new life. I want people to come in here drugged down, alcohol down. I want them to come in here hurting and desperate and walk out with a skip in their step. I want them to feel delivered and free and by the power of God living a godly life. I can't do that. But he can. He can do it. He can do it. Oh, it's power. I want you to get out real quick. Pray with me. Come down here. As many of you as will. Just as quickly as you can. I know I'm T minus 15 now. I don't know if that works. T minus. Maybe it does. We're blasting off. I want to see the glory of God. That means every one of us have got to lay before God. We've got to fast and pray. We've got to get a hold of God. Our minister of music has got to be anointed by the Holy Ghost every time he steps in the altar, every time he steps up to a keyboard. My Lord, lift your hands this morning and praise God. We've got to be anointed to do the work of God. We've got to do what we can do to be a vessel of honor prepared for the master's use in every good work. We've got to be ready. Oh, Lord, help us this morning. I surrender all. I surrender all. I give you everything that I am, Lord. I don't want to play no game. I don't want to hide and seek. I don't want to live my life like that. I want to be completely, uh, absolutely transparent before you this morning, God. 
Take away drug addiction in this house right now. Take away alcoholism in this house right now. Take away, Lord, abusive relationships right now. Break the yoke of bondage right now. Set your people free, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you've got a need in your life right now, I want those hands to be up. I want you to lift them as high as you can. Say, God, here I am, standing in the need of prayer, standing in the need of deliverance, standing in this place, God, where I want to see your glory. If you want to see his glory, cry it out right now, would you? Cry it out. I want to see your glory. Lord, hallelujah. Glory to your name. Oh, he'll show you. He'll show you right now. He'll show you his glory. Holy Spirit of God. Glory, glory, glory to your name, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. He can change you. He can change you. He can change the circumstance. He can change it all right now. Oh, you don't understand. I got to carry. I got to go through this. I got to just go through this. I'm telling you, I'm believing there's power in here today to set you free. You don't have to go to hell. You don't have to go lost. You don't have to stay completely uh, enwrapped by all this stuff, all this junk. You know what it is. You don't have to stay that way. You can be free right now on your way to heaven. But let me tell you, God's not giving no free rides. Am I all right? I can tell when the Holy Ghost wants me to change my direction. Right now, I want to, I'm, I'm appealing to some folks. I'm appealing to the heart. You don't get a free ride. How many of you know it cost heaven? They had to bankrupt the throne. Father God bankrupt his, his son's throne. Jesus came down for God so loved you. He gave his son to die for you. Beaten, brutal. You saw it last weekend. Just a little bit. Marred more than any other man on the face of the earth. Carrying the weight of your sin, young man. Your sin, young lady. Your sin, older gentleman older young older lady our sins right my sins but don't you forget for one second he carried yours you act like you don't need this place you don't need what i'm preaching you don't need to be here you act like you got a care in the world but listen i'm preaching to you this morning you owe god something Man, I feel the Holy Ghost. Listen to me. You owe God something. For what he has done for you, you owe him. Now, you can't pay him. There ain't nothing you can do. You don't have any power. You can, you can preach, teach, sing. You can do all those things. That will not get you a pass to heaven. They're singing in the honky-tonk just like they're singing in church. Some of them do both. That's another message. You can't get in free of charge. You don't get a free pass. It costs Jesus everything. For the wages of sin is death. And he paid that for you. So you owe him at least stand up in respect in the house. of. I'm not talking about those sitting down this morning.
stay where you are. I'm talking about we need to stand up in our faith, stand up in our heart, and acknowledge the fact that God has given his son for your salvation. You need to give him respect. Can I just say this? Don't sleep in God's house. Don't sleep during the preaching. Wake yourself up. Get you a little something that'll stick you every now and again. Because you des God deserves your respect. Don't you sleep in God's house. Can I say this? Don't be playing no games on your phone, neither. Not in God's house. Have respect for God. Have honor in your heart for Him. You owe Him that. And if you don't believe it, if you don't honor it, no problem. See you later. There's a place the Bible talks about believers go to heaven and paradise. And if you are not a believer and you don't want no part of it and you think this is all a bunch of malarkey, then guess what? You don't have to be with us for eternity and you won't be. You will actually be in a place that's been prepared for the devil and his angels. And God says that's, that's your choice, so you're going to go there. Is it all right if I preach heaven and hell for a second? Is that all right? Because I think some people, they forget. They forget. They think they get a free pass. My mama's a good Christian. Daddy's a good Christian. My wife's a good Christian. My husband, he's been saved for 25 years. I'm good. No. Sorry. Jesus didn't die for group passes. I said Jesus didn't die for group passes. It's an individual admission. And you can't get in with your money, and you can't get in with your talent. You can't get in with your good thoughts. You can't get in with your good deeds. You can't get in on any of that. The price. <coughs> the price for your salvation was the blood of Jesus. That's the only way you can get in. Jesus looked at Thomas and said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No man or woman comes to the Father except through me. Guess what? Guess what? You gotta serve Jesus. You gotta love Jesus. You gotta give your life to Jesus. You gotta become a believer. With every head bowed and every eye closed right now, you need to be saved this morning. I'm figuring the Holy Ghost has already done His work. I can't save you, but a prayer to Jesus this morning, it will. That'll save you. The Bible says if a man or a woman believes in their heart and confesses with their mouth, they are saved. It's that simple. He did all the hard work, but you got to mean it with all of your heart. You got to give Him your life. You got to give Him control. You got to say, I'm not going to go serve the devil and God at the same time. I'm giving up that life. That's the only way. Who in here this morning would say, I want, I need to pray that prayer this morning, Pastor. Include me. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Praise God. Great decision. Awesome decision. God bless you. Anybody else? Hands up. Flying up. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Amen. God bless you and you. Amen. Awesome. Awesome. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Amen. 
Christians are praying right now. Holy Ghost, I don't know, I lost count. We'll just say 3,000. God bless you. All right, most important prayer you'll ever pray in all your life. I'm going to help you. We're all going to help you together. We're going to take you right to the throne of God. It's, guess what? Jesus, the, you're not coming to a preacher. You're not, you're not praying to a church. It has nothing to do with that. The Jesus, the same one that died on the cross, the same one that walked out of the tomb, the same Jesus is right here, and he's the one going to receive your prayer. He's going to receive your words. He's going to take that, and he is going to go right into your heart. In the name of Jesus, right now, all these people that lifted their hands, let's pray. Right now, let's all, everybody, help me pray this together. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. You're the Son of God. I believe it in my heart. I've come here today, and my life has changed. I want to serve you. I want to live for you. I want to know you. I'm giving you everything. Be the Lord of my life. Help me to be strong every day. In Jesus' name, I believe it in my heart. I now confess it with my mouth. So I'm saved. I'm as good as anybody else in the family of God. I'm on my way to heaven. Amen. And amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, all of us, would you just lift your hands right where you are. If you love God today, if you love him, I want you to, the Bible says, lift up holy hands. Lord, we come to you. Show us your glory. Show us your power. Show us, Lord, how to be a lighthouse set on a hill that can't be hid. Help us, God, to be a place of illumination for your word. Let people come here who are hurting. Lord, trust us with them. Help us, Lord. We'll be friendly to them. We'll welcome them. We'll pray with them. We'll seek them out, God. We won't just come for our four and no more. But, God, we're going to come ready to, to embrace our brothers and sisters and to touch the hearts and lives of others in the name of Jesus Christ. Empower your people. Touch them today. Lord, let them have that hunger and that thirst for your glory in the name of Jesus Christ. And everyone said amen. And seal it off with worship to God. Clap your hands under the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Go ahead. Amen. Amen. As you go today, we want you to go in the power and the blessings of God and the glory of God. Amen. I want you to go with God's hand on you. We're going to have another wonderful service tonight. Uh, Pastor Cameron Jones is going to be speaking, and there's going to be more of the Teen Talent uh, performances that will be here tonight. It's going to be a wonderful time. Also, we want you to, uh, to know, if you're new to our church within the last few weeks, last couple of months, and you would like to come by our meet and greet, it's just be across the lobby, down one of the two main hallways, so you can follow the signs. If you would like to come and meet the pastoral staff, we would love to meet you. Just talk with you for just a second and connect. That would be wonderful. God bless you. Go straight across the lobby, and you'll see people standing there to direct you. If you're, if you're wanting to come by our meet and greet today, please do that. Take a few moments. We want to meet you straight across the lobby. You'll see people standing there. God bless you.